Hey everybody, welcome to Harmonics Podcast. Uh, we've got a super fun one today. I'm excited. Uh, it's, in fact, it's it's a lunch cast. Uh, at least half the people here have lunch. Famous Amos. Some famous Amos cookies. A bag full of them. We got a bag full of plums. We have myriad candy sent by Fish McGill's dad to us. Because he thought it would be fun for us to discuss snacks while we podcast. And he's a big fan of the show. That's crazy. My dad doesn't even know what a podcast yeah, is. Yeah, neither does mine. <laughs> and if he did, he wouldn't listen to this. He just plays uh, solitaire on the computer. Yeah. That's it. Let's talk more about your dad <laughs> and your relationship to your dad. Well, he's advanced. Yep, advanced. Advanced interneting. Um, so this is going to be fun. We have uh, a couple of special guests. Let me introduce the regulars first. as myself, Eric Pope. We've got Aaron Trites. Hey-o. We've got Fish McGill. Hey, guys. Um, and from the team that brought you our newest product, uh, VidRhythm, we have um, Miss Abigail Borden. Hello. And Mr. Josh Randall. Hello. Uh, and this is exciting. I've actually wanted to have Josh on the podcast. Fish and I have semi-week, sort of weekly meetings where we discuss... Josh. Uh, Josh. <laughs> all things Josh. Really? <laughs> yep. Um, where we sort of try to plan these podcasts, and sometimes it works. Um, and for a long time, it's been like, oh, we got to get Josh on. Like, literally, since I think Beatles Rock Band, we've been saying, we got to get Josh on, and then just never happens. <laughs> Josh is one of the busier people at the Harmonics Musical Systems. Um, but we've got him today, cornered yep. with, a, with a plate of sushi. Right. Welcome, right. Josh. Thanks, everybody. Um, so let's jump into VidRhythm. Uh, it's our newest product, mm-hmm. an iOS app location. Yep. Um, <laughs> give us, give us some color here for, uh, <laughs> sure. how did okay. VidRhythm come about? Okay. So, uh, we, we've been working on VidRhythm for, uh, I think it took us about five or six months and it was a team of. I think it started with maybe only like five or six of us and then ballooned up to eight of us or something <laughs> like that. Um, so, yeah, and it was our uh, Harmonix's first uh, internally developed like iOS app. You know, we had actually made <clears throat> actually back in the day, we made uh, Phase for the uh, that was more for the iPod, the click wheel one. And um, that was before the term iOS. Right. I guess. That actually came out the same day. That the first iPhone came out. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it was kind of a bummer because it was like when, the day that we released it. <clears throat> I remember talking with the folks <clears throat> at Apple, and they're like, "Oh yeah, the, it's cool. The day that you guys release, we're we're gonna announce something pretty big. It's gonna be cool, you know." And and we're like, "Okay, that's great, you know." And then like the the day comes, and it's like, "Yay! Oh my God! You know, the iPhone. It's amazing." And oh, by the way, if you have the old thing. <laughs> Will Try not this. work on the yeah iPhone. yeah exactly so but anyway <laughs> shout out to our phase users there, yes there's exactly some listening. yep still I'm listening still yeah. I still have my nano in my desk wow your nano or your nano nano <laughs> your nanas in your desk <laughs> she's not that small <laughs> sometimes she's portable portable nano there's, there's an app for that that's the anyway. next that's our next product <laughs> right. portable nano portable nano <laughs> heard it here so, first. So, yeah, so uh, I guess uh, VidRhythm came about because, you know, we, uh, Harmonix sort of moved into this new uh, uh, phase of development where we're sort of like uh, trying to come up with new ideas. And um, we decided that it would be a good time to sort of look towards the, um, the portable 
app and gaming space and uh, dive dive right in. So um, I had been talking with uh, our beloved CEO, Alex Rogopoulos, uh, about this idea I had for a um, sort of like a, a VJ app. And so like when, uh, you know, my kind of hobby when I'm not uh, here making video games all night is uh, actually doing uh, like sort of video projection in uh, clubs and also sort of doing like video mashups, um, uh, you know, around around town and stuff like that and on the web. And so I... Uh, Doing that, it's really, it's like a really fun art form, but it's brutal to to make. You know, a lot of the stuff that I was trying to make would, and maybe this is just me because I suck, but like, <laughs> but um, trying to do like a video mashup, you know, it takes like really expensive software, you know, like After Effects or Final Cut or stuff like that. And then the process of sort of rhythmic, rhythmically editing stuff, uh, it's just, it's super tedious and can take hours and hours. You know, a lot of the stuff that I was making would take me at least a couple of days, if not like a week, for like a, a short composition, you know. And so around the time that uh, I heard that the, the new iPads, uh, what was going to be the iPad 2, was going to actually have like a front-facing camera, I was like, wow, it would be really cool to make sort of like an auto-remix yourself app like you could actually do it now with this technology and so um we started talking about it internally and um we started looking at some of the uh really cool creative stuff that people are doing on on youtube um you know uh, between like the whole um acapella video acapella scene where i don't know if people have uh seen this but you know uh, people would basically do a cover version of their favorite song and they would record it uh, sort of track by track, so they would record themselves doing you know, the bass and then the kick drum and then the snare drum, and they would shoot every time they would record a different track. They would actually record video as well, and then they would take all the stuff and compose it into the sort of multi-screen um, video that they would post to like YouTube or whatever. And these these folks were like doing really that sounded awesome and looked great, you know, and it must have taken them forever <laughs> to make, right? So. Um, so we thought, all right, well, there's actually there's people that are interested in, in doing this, so why don't we kind of like within the the tradition of sort of like our, our motto here at Harmonics where we're like trying to empower people that may not have the skills to either play an instrument or, or uh, you know, express themselves creatively, like sort of give them the, the tools to sort of get that buzz of, you know, creating something or performing something. And so uh, I think VidRhythm sort of fits right into that that whole thing. So that's that was kind of the the foundation behind it. And, uh, yeah. So it's been out uh, now just for a couple of weeks, and there's already um, there's a few thousand videos on YouTube, and, if, and I think there's probably equal amount on, on Facebook yep. and um yeah, it's been pretty awesome to see like what people are doing with it. It's great. Yeah, it's it's been really fun. <clears throat> like I know both you and I every morning we come in, we basically <clears throat> just do our YouTube search of whatever's been uploaded that previous night. Um every once in a while we'll just discover like, oh wait a minute, that's a famous person using VidRhythm. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the uh the keyboard player for Dream Theater, who in in his own right is a an app developer. Mm-hmm. 
um, up on a lot of new technologies. He uh, he's done a couple uh, videos with VidRhythm, put them up on his page, and highly viewed. Um, super fun stuff. Like it's it's pretty cool just seeing people organically finding VidRhythm, which is sort of the idea with like yep. it's YouTube and and uh, Facebook based communities, and like it sort of grows on its own, which is interesting from our point of view as the community team to see like to see and manage it has been different from rock band and dance central but it's super fun yeah it's also pretty interesting to see like who's using the thing that you made yeah so you're kind of like getting you know when you watch these youtube uh clips you're sort of getting invited a lot of times to people's homes or or whatever and you're like (laughs) oh wow so here's your family you know like oh you have cute kids and oh you know your dog is really loud or whatever you know yeah, we had a great one that we found yesterday. It was a, a dude who, over the eat, over the course of recording his samples for the video, he started out with a big beard and shaved more and more of it. As oh, he oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, it's, wow. it's great. <laughs> yeah, there were a few formations. Yeah. He had like... Right. Oh, really? Several. Yeah, yeah. Like Six. A, I like mean. a big... <laughs> sort oh of God. like a conquistador beard at yeah. first. <laughs> and they shaved like the sides and he had just a big goatee and then... Mustache and then he has some and... sort of strip down yeah. the middle. Yeah, right. and... A little, <laughs> little Van really Dyke good. For a And then just a mustache. Yeah. So The good. other interesting thing is, like, we've seen the same similar progression to, like, our own personal in-house testing of it, where first get it, like, oh, this is fun. I'm going to just shoot my face doing different noises, or basically the noises that we prompt them to say. And then you check out their next video. They start expanding a little bit more, maybe flip the camera around, shoot their dog, shoot their... We have some cool ones like a guy shooting his breakfast, right? And uh, or just like jangling keys in your apartment, hitting different objects, and then some some really cool ones. Uh, Abby found one of a kid, a, a kid with a skateboard. So like different sounds he's he like made doing skate- tricks. while skateboarding out in a oh, park. Right, right. Oh, yeah, sick. yeah. And then like hitting it against his a chain link fence. Yeah, fence. yeah. It's super cute. So that's what we hoped. Like we would see people start really like expanding and trying new things with it and that's yeah. always where it's the most yeah. interesting that's my favorite part like seeing that evolution like when people are like oh my god i can take this outside and i can do things that aren't just my face yeah um and abby uh let's talk about your face no <laughs> um so it's a face for radio your role <laughs> your role in vid rhythm well you're in luck we're podcasting <laughs> um this was sort of new for you, right? Like, you've been on our web team for a couple years now. Yeah. Um, but this was yeah. actually developing the UI, the user interface for the app itself. Yes. It was, like, sort of a completely different thing for me. Yeah. Because I haven't done it before. <laughs> was it, was um, it a gratifying experience for yeah, you? Yeah, it was super fun. I mean, I feel like at Harmonix, the web team is kind of... I don't know if we're we're just like not as like the people who work here aren't there's not as much visibility to like what we do. So when you're working on an actual like product that Harmonix puts out, you get a lot more like I got a lot more of like, whoa, you're doing that. That's so cool. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but I've been doing all this other stuff for the last like two and a half years. We want a web. You never told me how it's cool before. That wasn't cool. <laughs> Um, but it was like super, super challenging for me, which was fun, and so it wasn't like, process. yeah, lots of learning things for sure. 
but also like as opposed to doing like a full scale like like game, I think it was a nice. It's sort of web like because it's like on a mobile device, and mm-hmm. I design websites for mobile devices and stuff like that. So that was kind of fun. Cool. But we also had a lot of fun just testing it and playing around with it, and you know, making our own vid rhythms throughout the whole process. So got a little crazy. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I came into the process a little later because I'm on the community side, but just like it was super enjoyable the the tiny team aspect of it. Like everyone had direct input to Josh, and everyone's oh, voices were heard. Yeah, um, and just like we had one coder, and he was sort of we chosen as a coder because he made his own app one. So it's like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't this big formalized um, software development process, which which was actually pretty fun. Uh, like, if it were a bigger project, I'm sure it would have been a huge headache. Yeah. But, yeah. And maybe it was a headache for you, Josh. I don't want to speak for you, but, like... <laughs> oh, God. But it was super, it was super fun. Yeah, yeah, still, it was like, just to be part of a small team doing a, a throbbing. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, I mean, like, really, it it, it was really interesting for me because, uh, you know, the last uh, project I um, really shipped was the Beatles Rock Band, and that was, like, over 200 people, you know, <laughs> And and the Beatles, yeah. you know, so that so it was nice to sort of like just have like a, a handful of people that, you know, we'd meet every morning and just talk about what we we're going to do that day. And um, yeah, it was it was it was it was definitely challenging. It was it wasn't like, oh, yeah, now that it's smaller, it's going to be way easier. <laughs> Actually, it's like we don't have a lot of people like that means that everyone on the each individual on the team actually has to do more stuff sort of outside of their comfort zone. Right. And so, um, which is which is great as like a sort of a way to push yourself further and learn new stuff. But it also, it's like some days just like, oh boy, like <laughs> how are we going to fix this work. one? <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, ton like of work. Doug, hours. our one coder who like has helped draft patents and everything and like has done <clears> some <throat> really serious work so that this was probably the hardest project he's worked on because he yeah. was the one guy yeah. supporting from the code side. Yeah, I guess a lot of pressure for him, but he did he did a great job. And he worked on one of the Star Wars movies. Too. That's right. He worked yeah. for ILM, yep. which is so, crazy. Yeah. So Vid Rhythm was harder <laughs> to make than Star Wars. Star Wars You're episode heard here first. Phantom Menace. Right, yeah. <laughs> Not as taxing. Right. Yeah. Right. It's been working on the uh, the pod racing sequence. <laughs> right. There's so much awesome music in the game, too. Yeah. There oh, really yeah. Is. Gotta give those guys some love. Too. Yeah, we tried to grab Steve Pardo on our way in. Yeah, uh, what happened to him? He's eating a sandwich, I guess. I don't know. Um, He's humble man. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was sort of funny. You let the audio team loose with basically, did you just give him like the guidance? Like, it's got to be like a minute long. Try to make it it catchy. Yeah, yeah. We basically just like, uh, I think I basically just like sent them the link to like the Nyan Cat (laughs) video. (laughs) I was like, okay, just make stuff that like, I was like, you'll notice that after listening to this once, you'll want to go back and listen to it again. <laughs> or even if you don't want to, it will still be playing in your head. Like, that's a sort of, like, music that we need to make, you know. And so um, we definitely, you know, got inspired by that. And there's a couple other just sort of, like, I think I just sent around, like, a list of, like, super catchy, like, pop tunes. And I, and I think that... It was pretty, there were some pretty tight constraints for those guys, but I, I think they had fun. You know, it's like, it was a, you know, in the past few years, like I think 
our audio team here at Harmonix, uh, you know, have really not had an opportunity to like actually write music, mm-hmm. you know, which is, yep. uh, which I think it's just because of the projects we've been doing. I mean, when I first started, you know, we did frequency and amplitude and those two projects were like, uh, you know, heavily, you know, just like uh, self-written uh, material, you know, actually. In this very room that we're in right now, this oh. was filled with uh, the audio team for Frequency and, and, really? and Amplitude. Yeah, and so people were like writing stuff in here. Wow, all two there's a lot of, Yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of history in this room. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, so it was really cool to, you know, reach out to the team and be like, hey, we know you guys have this talent, you know, like, <laughs> let's, let's do it, you know, so... Um, prove it. I was super blown away by the stuff that they came up with. Like, not only how fun the songs were, but, like, how well they worked. Because it's, like, I think during the project we realized how, like, conceptually complex the thing was. Like, how to get people to kind of do what you want, but also be, like, creative with their own stuff. But all the songs ended up being, like... So catchy. I still sing many of them at my desk. Yeah. The MIDI version. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And some of them just really hit the nail on the head of the perfect combination of like short, catchy, totally goofy. Mm -hmm. um, Really fun. But really fun. Yeah. And I think that's what you're like. If you look at uh, if you look at YouTube, like people are gravitating Mm -hmm. to the really fun ones like. They also seem to like, we put in a birthday one, which was whoever's idea that was was great mm-hmm. because it makes sense. People yep. are doing birthday cards to their friends yep. all over YouTube now. Yeah. That's yeah, that's awesome. awesome. I think that, I I think we were like messing around with a bunch of different styles and stuff. And then when Steve Pardo made um, Say My Sexy Name. Oh my God, that's my favorite. <laughs> that, I think that like set the tone for everything going forward. Where <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah. So smooth. <laughs> yeah. Jam. Yeah. That's a sweet jam right like there. Smooth. I picture him in like a jacket with big shoulder pads <laughs> rolled up to his sleeves, just blasting a sax on like a, an ocean front. Yeah. While the sun sets. Yeah. Exactly. I get him in like a nice burgundy bathrobe. <laughs> That's what I think. It's just burgundy bathrobe. It's just, just me. Your mileage may vary. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Um, so, yeah, it, it's been super fun. And I've actually, it's been fun for me to, because I've, with Aaron, we've been doing Rock Band and Dance Central for so long. It's been really neat to learn what the iOS sort of community is like. Um, and just like, part of my job now is literally watching YouTube videos for part <laughs> yeah. of my day. Success. Uh, yeah. That's maybe why my dad isn't so proud. <laughs> um, no, but. Uh, <laughs> But it's super, it's super fun, and I'm glad that we've got to do it. And I'm frankly, and I think everyone else in the world is pretty excited to see what else we're gonna do. Everyone else in the world. Yeah. Yep. Everyone all, else in the world. All of them. Yeah. Except for me. Vladimir Except. Putin. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just keep working on Vither. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we don't really have anything to say at this point about what we might do next in this space. We, we got some I good ideas. It was pocket and Nana. Uh, well, after after pocket <laughs> Nana, pocket Nana, <laughs> well, I think pocket I'll... Nana would sell as long as it can sort of like incorporate 
farts or boobs or something. It would suck. <laughs> oh, I get yeah. I get movie reviews from my nana. So I would oh my word! That. Really? Nana oh, reviews. Oh my word! That's huh. that's nana's review of Drive. <laughs> I think fish is Nana out, Nana's all other I Nana's. Think so too. <laughs> Can we bring your Nana to a podcast and like just could, do movie reviews? Yeah, we could have her call in. Nana <laughs> I would love that. Tell us about the warrior, Nana. <laughs> she said to see. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. She liked it, huh? Good for her. Kind of violent. Kind of um, violent. A lot of the uh, a lot of the stuff that that we've been talking about, like before uh, before this. Before pocket um, nana. Before pocket nana, um, <laughs> like being able to work with uh, a smaller team or being able to uh, move into like the iOS space or uh, like have the audio team like stretch a lot of different muscles. Um, I think that's all very reflective of like the the direction of like the new harmonics, uh, air mm-hmm. quotes while I say it, um, which has been kind of a, a weird thing for for all of us to move into where it's like, hey, we're still the same company that we were six months ago but also it's totally different everything has changed um so it's it's definitely like a, a super fun time i think for for everybody to see like what's gonna happen next yeah. and it doesn't have to be a giant like triple a console title it could be an awesome ios thing yeah yeah totally the other thing about ios stuff that is completely crazy is it's so fast like the development pro yeah. like the development yeah. like time frame is so quick like all of a sudden we just like looked and the app was like almost done and we were like what you know so i think yeah. it makes it like a lot it makes it pretty exciting as opposed to like the longer like console games that we've done totally. yeah yeah that was like a huge like I every week moment. or every yeah. two weeks yeah. we would be like you know you're making these huge jumps in development where you're just like whereas like with Beatles or Dance Central, it's like, you know, you're just like, months and months and it's like, months yeah. and months and months, and you're like, you know, you have a new character after, you know, it's like totally different. At, at what point in development did we actually have like a playable vid rhythm? Because for like a six month cycle, I feel like really early. We had like three months ago, we were doing play testing. It had like no skin or any, I mean, it was just like a very basic working prototype, like right away, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It was crazy. Well, I think to sell the idea, we actually had like a really simple, like um, four, like a four sample one that we had working or something. And um, we showed that to the senior team here and they're like, yeah, it's cool. Um, But uh, yeah, I remember like, uh, like a few months in, I uh, I was like, "Oh my god, we're gonna be done in a month." Yeah, like I need to start like that was sleeping the terrifying moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then when it came out, like then when we actually s- submitted it to Apple, this is a, you know typically with our games, it's like everyone works really hard and we're all crunching and stuff, and we like make sh- we have like our final Goldmaster disc, and we're all like we've tested it, we've tested it completely, and we're like, all right, this is the one we feel confident sending this off to you know, uh, to Microsoft or whoever, right? And then from there, it takes, like, quite a while to actually have that disc actually make its way out to, like, store shelves, where, like, VidRhythm was, like, we finished the thing, and then, like, two weeks later, we're like, ah, it's in the app store, you (laughs) know? And, like, I think just as an organization, I mean, I wasn't prepared for that. I was, like, 
but we don't have any. Uh, you know, we're just it like, was total, really weird. Like, oh, we need a website right now. Uh, <laughs> you know, like poor Abby, like had to like basically make the game and then make the website and then like just like hop on the website. Like, well, the usually day, I right? would have been someone else would have been doing a UI, and I would have been working on the website like a month before I started instead of finishing the UI and then starting the website like the next You've got day. Two weeks, go. It wasn't even. It was like three, four days, yeah, like to so. just like throw something, you know. Not to not put up our um, something I wanted to mention, uh, I started going to the s- s- sprint reviews. Uh, for people that don't know, there's a development process that we use at Harmonics where it's like, what's it called? Is it, is it called Scrum. sprint? Scrum. 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 Yeah. Um, and one of the parts of it is you have a regular sprint review. You do sprints of like little pieces of the development. Like they're typically like two weeks long. Yeah. yeah. It's um, like an iterative development yeah, process. It's great. Um, iterative. <laughs> Uh, so everyone in, everyone on the team uh, gets in a, a big <laughs> conference room, but also including the senior management and shows what they did for that particular two-week period. And what I thought was really cool was how involved the senior managers were. Like, we, it was a super small team, but I think it's also important for people to realize, like, it wasn't just like, yeah, I don't care. Just do that thing, Josh. It's like they were all involved. Like, Alex uh, Rogopoulos would get right in the nitty-gritty, like, suggesting things for how to do different MIDI functions that I have no idea about. Like it was really impressive to me just to see them so involved. Like Iran had thoughts on the icon and stuff like that. I (laughs) I thought that was super neat. Yeah. How involved. Also like anyone, I mean, the idea is that I think anyone can go. Like if somebody, like I know fish had started going to some of the bid rhythm ones just because he was interested in the project and, you know, in the very beginning and, And I think that that's a really great way to sort of get visibility because a lot of times everyone's so focused on, like, whatever they're working on, you don't get to see all this amazing stuff that's happening, like, while you're, you know, tunnel vision in your own thing. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, So, Josh, if I may, I wanted to shift gears a little bit because you did work on this big project called Beatles Rock Band. Oh, right. Wait, what um, was that? <laughs> it's, a, it's a rock band game What's about band? a band called the Beatles. <laughs> um, so we actually just hit the two-year anniversary. Yeah, that's right. The day oh after Vidrhythm launched. Yeah, yeah, I know. Which is kind of crazy in yeah. itself. Um, were you hoping for like that extra day, like maybe it would come out on the 9th again? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, well, I thought, you know... Beatles Rock Band came out on nine nine oh nine, and so so did the website. <laughs> <laughs> Webby Award, right? The Webby Award winning Webby website. Website. Webby Award winning website. That's a lot of W's. <laughs> so yeah, so I think we like milked the whole like magic number thing for that. So, <laughs> so two years. Uh, have you taken any time to reflect on uh, that massive project? Oh yeah, every day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you'd call it reflective. <laughs> right. um, yeah, actually, well, I just talked with Danny Harrison like uh, two nights ago. Actually, awesome. Yeah, huh? he's doing well. He's oh, uh, no big deal, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Danny Harrison. Right, yeah. so. um, that's awesome. Did yeah. he did he have any involvement in this new documentary that's coming out? Yeah. Yep. Because I so. so Scorsese's done a documentary on George Harrison. I'm so excited. I'm about super. That. It looks. That's awesome. It looks amazing. Like so he did the good. he did the Bob Dylan one a few years ago, which was excellent, and it looks like he's given the same sort of treatment to George Harrison. Uh, it's going to be on HBO, and they showed like clips 
Um, Olivia is definitely involved, and, yeah. and I'm sure he is too. That's awesome. Yeah, like, it's yeah, it be looks cool. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so uh, uh, Danny's doing well. His band, the New Number Two, they have like a, a new EP coming out. I checked out some of that. Sounds awesome. Sweet. So is he still doing stuff with that other band with um, the other? Oh, what was his? Name? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think well, I'm. I'm not sure. I think he's like shifted focus to New Number Two. He oh. was actually like in. Pearl Jam for a couple nights, like he <laughs> Pearl Jam no did, like played for a couple nights uh, recently, and he was he got to uh, get up on stage and perform with those wow, guys. That's and, awesome. And he was psyched, and uh, yeah, so I saw I saw some of the YouTube videos. It's it's pretty awesome. Oh, um, but cool. yeah, uh, Beatles Rock Band. Yeah, uh, I was thinking actually this morning walking in, like one of the things I miss about just my kind of everyday harmonics life these days it's like i kind of miss getting together and playing beatles rock band with with people here Mm -hmm. like that was like a i think one of the we worked really hard on that project like that was just really it was like a labor of love but it was like very stressful and emotionally you know taxing just because we were just really desperate to get it right you know and um and uh, so, but one of the things that would always kind of loosen the tension would be just like getting in the same room together and just like not caring about like bugs or this or that or whatever, just like playing some Beatles music together. And like, uh, it was just really just would like chill me out, <laughs> you know, and uh, and singing harmonies, you yep. know, and like "Here Comes the Sun," all that stuff. I like really miss that, and so um, I want to figure out a way to sort of like bring that back. Into my- <laughs> I miss that. I mean, I miss that yeah. too. Like, just that was like my first days at Harmonix, were like doing that kind of stuff, and like when we were working on the website, we used to yeah, we, we had like make a point. we had like a couple nights yeah. a week that we would just like play you know and it's like i don't play that much at home because i live by myself and my cats are really bad on the instruments i think beatles rock band is probably my favorite harmonics title Con- i'll say wait console title. Right. Yeah, that's Bid rhythm is my favorite ios title yeah just just daily being immersed in the world of the beatles especially if you're a huge beatles fan like i am and i know a lot of people here were it was just it was really cr- like I, i've always loved this job but during that period it was like i can't believe i have this job yeah i got to go with josh to abbey road studios yeah. and like what? Yeah, in Studio Nobody 2. Nobody invited and, like, me. Well, I mean, it wasn't like a party. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Justin, hey, man. you want to go slag wrestling? Just it. all of us except for you. Don't tell me. We were excluding um, you. And just crazy stuff. Like, in the hallway, there's the, the mixing board they used for Sgt. Pepper or something like that. Yeah. It's just yeah. that stuff, I, you know, I'll tell my kids about. Um, but even just apart from that, like you said, like, the one of the benefits... Sometimes it's a not so much of a benefit being on the community team is we we play our games a ton, um, and playing the Beatles out at whatever events we did never got old. It was always just like you felt like you're part of this almost fifty year legacy in yeah. a way. And the game is so beautiful. Yeah. It like is. I could just watch it, like just watch other people yeah, yeah. play, and it's so yeah. beautiful to yeah. watch. Yeah. So that 
That was an amazing project that we got. To yeah, do. I agree. Let's find a way to recapture <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, we could have a Beatles room and have like some of the artists like paint it and set up. Like, <laughs> That'd be great. Set up like Beatles rock band and then. Let's do it. We should do different themed rooms in the somebody office. Talk somebody talk to somebody about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start painting. You don't <laughs> want to <be> paint. <laughs> We'll tell Kurt later. Nobody wants this crew to paint the Beatles room. <laughs> we have that giant warehouse stuff. Oh like yeah, we have like cubes. all those big cubes. Yeah, Drake and, like, and I had to go empty out this this warehouse um, after we that would um, be so awesome. separated from MTV, and we found these like seven foot tall Beatles placards. I don't even Just know like how promo- to describe. Was it like promotional stuff? Yeah, for yeah. Trade yeah. Shows they yeah, there were yeah. trade shows. They were like, like larger than life. Panels. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty sweet. And like all in game assets and stuff. Yep. So uh, awesome. Tons of cool art. And that's we like, still have that somewhere. That's a good start. Yeah. It is a good start. We it's, just got to get a room. Let's make Josh's room the Beatles room. Yeah, sure. Yes. <laughs> it's also nice, another... like four foot by four foot office. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, another good example of like the, the comative properties of the Beatles where like you were saying when we were at shows, it's usually like a total grind for I, like Gamescom, like a hundred hour work week. Singing the but same it's like, song over but we're and over. Playing the Beatles, yeah. so it's okay. And I know you and Drake like went to New York and like emptied the warehouse, and it's like, son of a MTV, <laughs> all this stuff is just piled in a. Oh, but it's here's John Lennon. Yeah. 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 You can't right. stay mad about that. Yeah. We're just so happy to bring stuff back. It's all like rainbows. <laughs> right. and, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, and you, Aaron. Before the project, didn't you wouldn't consider yourself a fan of the Beatles, right? No, I I had, had never deliberately them. avoided them. Yeah, um, as is as is my nature. <laughs> I'm um, still not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. Um, they're right behind you. Right? Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like as as we would play, like um, I think uh, DPS Destination PlayStation was the um, the retail event where it's like. You're you're basically sequestered in this series of hotel rooms in Phoenix, Arizona, and retailers go around from room to room to room. It's like elevator action, and they see people, <laughs> and they see people like pitch games. And I it's don't like, know what that is. Uh, it's a good game. It's a good game. It's a great game. Um, <laughs> let's like uh, here's Walmart, and they want to see your presentation, and so you like bust out a deck, and it's like here's like all the talking points of the game. Wow! And then they come into our room, and then they watch us play. And we had three songs, and it was I Feel Fine, Get Back, and Here Comes the Sun. And we were at DPS for three days, and it was at least 10 hours every day. And we just did those three songs. Just Holy We would do moly. 15 minutes, and then we would have a 15-minute break, and then we would just start up again. <laughs> and, like, after a while, it's like, this is not getting old for me. Like, this is weird. <laughs> Because it should be, because we would do RB1 stuff. That's why they're mm-hmm. the Beatles. Yeah. yeah. It's you like... Know? We would do RB1 stuff, and, you know, we would play Jet or whatever, um, and people would just, like, beat the song into the ground until you were like, okay, I'm just going to wash my hands of this. I don't want to listen to music ever again <laughs> for the rest of my life. And I never, never hit that point with the Beatles. So it was like, okay, these guys are all right in my book. <laughs> they get a pass. Great. The point, I actually saw you... Have a copy of Abbey Road. Mm-hmm. That's actually, good. I borrowed it from the library. Well, let's still. I just bought it. <laughs> still, mm, Abbey Road, huh? Oh, <laughs> is that about yeah, you? Why didn't I get to go to Abbey Road? <laughs> it's my namesake. Um, and to shift gears yet again, that's why I've wanted you to on the show for a while. 
Uh, you've been at Harmonics for quite a long time. How many years? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Put your cane down. Right, yeah. uh, What's that? Right. Uh, Eleven years. Eleven years. Yeah. Um, do you have any fun, like, especially from that no. era of Harmonics? It's, it's, it's been awful. <laughs> Just awful. From that era of Harmonics, I've heard the interview process was always sort of ridiculous. Like they would ask you crazy questions just to see how you'd react. Is oh, that true? I don't know. Like, I well, think. What's your favorite color? <laughs> right. I I think maybe I lucked out because I had actually been I'd worked with Greg Lapiccolo uh, at this previous company called uh, Looking Glass Studios, and we made a bunch of uh, PC. I didn't realize you were a Looking Glass guy. Yeah. So oh, that's our next gear shift. Oh, Go God. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shifty. Yeah. It's like, uh, anyway, so yeah, so I was with Greg. Uh, you know, we worked on like um, Thief and System Shock Two and Amazing a bunch of other like PC games. Thanks. And um, so yeah, so Greg jumped ship to come to Harmonix, and I was still working on System Shock Two. And then he got over here, and then like a, a month or two later, he gave me a call, and he's like. Uh, you have to come over here. We're doing something kind of up your alley. And I was like, oh, okay. And at the time, I had only known Harmonics for the Axe, which was this, like, thing that Harmonics self-published. You actually knew day. about the Axe? Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, because there was, like, lots of, like, press and stuff, and it's like, hey, local company does this thing. And so I'm like, all right, I should probably check this out. So I think I – somehow I played with it. I don't know if you could actually download it, but I played with it, and I – Honestly, I wasn't that impressed. <laughs> <laughs> and shh, don't tell. Nobody Alex likes to play the X. And um, no one ever will. No, 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 no. Well, the thing is, is that like I think for like I think for audiences now, like it, it, it's actually really cool what it does. But at the time, it was sort of my first experience with an interactive product that you would be psyched to mess around with. For a short amount of time, you know, and I was I was working on these like PC games. It was like, oh, 60 hours of gameplay and it costs 50 bucks and all yeah. this. And these guys made this thing that was like, you know, it's like short. You like pick a song, do some cool like uh, improvising, which actually sounded pretty awesome. And then be like, OK, that's fun. You know, and then you sort of move on, you know. Yeah. And so but I was like, uh, how can you have a whole company <laughs> dedicated to that? You know, and, and so. <laughs> So I was like, you know, so I showed up and I, and I met, I, I met, you know, Aran first. I don't think I met, maybe I didn't meet Alex in the first meeting, but, um, uh. How many people were here at that point? There was probably, I think, yeah, it was pretty, <laughs> no, it was like. Feeding him answers. Like 20 or something. Oh my God. Maybe. In and, the same uh, office that we're in right now? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, um. So, yeah, so, and, like, we, these guys pitched me this idea for this, like, kind of futuristic, like, techno remixing game. And I'm like, all right, sign me up. <laughs> like, Said every in. word yeah, I need to Yeah, do. exactly. So, and yeah, and, and I, I'm there. This is so, at the height of techno, too. Yes. Yeah, so this is, like, 2000. So. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I had been doing a bunch of, like, uh, electronic music uh, production, and I, I helped do some of the audio for uh, Thief and uh, System Shock, and I had a band and stuff like that. And so, um, uh, yeah, so I came over and I became uh, 
I was just kind of like general kind of like creative guy, but mostly in audio at first. And so when we started, we were actually doing a bunch of stuff with like kind of early interactive camera technology. So we were doing, we, we were trying to basically take uh, where we left off with the axe, but create these installations where um, you might go to like a museum or something and there would be this video screen that would have like a camera and you can go up and like, uh, we made this thing called Robot Orchestra that there'd be these little robots and you can play with them or um, we made the Ravitron 2000, which Ooh. was uh, <laughs> basically pretty sweet, like a little like uh, music video like remixer that was all camera based. And we actually had one day out of nowhere, someone knew John Anderson, like the singer from Yes. <laughs> and like he came in and he was just like all of a sudden just like singing and like riffing over this like song that me and Greg, I'm gesturing with my hands. Like, <laughs> uh, and like just having a ton of fun. I was like, wow, John Anderson is like singing on something I wrote. This is crazy, you know? And he's like, oh, this is fantastic. I want to bring it on tour and all this stuff. I'm like, okay. And then it never happened. And then, um, so. Yeah, and then we pitched it to the WWF. Yes, I, yeah. I was so I was <laughs> hoping I didn't know I was yeah. waiting to pounce on that if yeah. you weren't gonna say it. Yeah, so uh if right. people could see the vault of unproduced things that are We have made some cool and crazy crap here. Have, have you made more games that have shipped than have not shipped or I don't know actually. <laughs> That's why I'm so psyched Vidrhythm actually came out. Like oh, um but um yeah, so we we made some cool experiences and we started to shop them around and people thought they were cool, but they're like, yeah, we'd love to have this in our museum. Like, we'll have floor space available in two years. And we're like, we'll be out of business by then, you know? <laughs> so so we were just kind of desperate trying to show it to people and someone was like, well, you know, the WWF, are they the WWE now? Yep. yep. Yeah. So... The WWF, like, they're opening a new restaurant in Manhattan, <laughs> and they, I think they're looking for some sort of interactive experience for people to come in while they're waiting for their- Waiting for their Stone their, Cold Steve Oysters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're like, okay. So we basically took a mock-up that we had, yeah, and- um we very quickly, Ryan uh, Lesser, our art director, and I very quickly mocked up a version of a WWF sort of like wrestling remix thing, camera <laughs> based, amazing. with me with like this awesome like mullet <laughs> and like uh, goatee. And um, basically, you could like move your hands around and it would trigger different like a guitar, yeah, rip sweet solo. like ripping solo and crazy drums <laughs> and like samples of like uh, Steve Austin saying like "Oh hell yeah" and stuff, <laughs> stuff like that. It was, it was pretty sweet. So I didn't get to go to this meeting, but basically, I heard what happened was so our our guys rolled down to New York. We set up in this uh, you know executive like meeting room. And the guy came in from the WF, and we played. Body slammed you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he dropped the big elbow. Yeah, uh, no, he he basically did. He uh, like <laughs> no. So we we stepped through our presentation, and uh, and the gentleman from the WWF basically like stops watching the video and like looks over at our guys, and he's like. 
Um, yeah, that's great and all, but uh, I'm actually looking for one of those automatic cake decorating machines <laughs> instead. <laughs> and we were like, uh, we we don't make those. <laughs> And it was like, all right, good day, sir. You know, and basically just kind of like came back to Boston. And uh, we're like, I think at that point, we're like, we have to get into video games. We're uh-huh. going to die if we don't, you know? And so, so yeah. And so we just dove into frequency and that was that. Can we, s- we have a space where we put that in? Yeah. The space? <laughs> yeah. We'll put that real it is pretty fun. Beetle, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we still get tons of like, Love for frequency and amplitude. Yeah, I I see that a lot. Which is like, yeah, I I love those games. You know, yeah. it'd be, it would be really cool to like revisit that whole thing at some point. For sure. I was out visiting my brother, and someone, we were having brunch with some of his friends, and I had said, oh, you know, they asked me where I worked, and I said at Harmonics, and one of his friends was like, oh my god, frequency is my favorite game, and I was like. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> like, yeah. Really? That was ten years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, Get yeah, yeah. The, it's ten years. That's so awesome. Uh, ten though. year anniversary this year. I thought it was year. great. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. We should all have like a big rave. <laughs> should celebratory <Yes. laughs> <laughs> rave. Frequency rave. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, unfortunately, I think we need to start wrapping things up. Okay. Which is too bad, because uh, this is great. Um, any last questions for Josh or Abby before we move on to DLC? Uh, announcements. I don't think so. It's an awesome game. It's really cool yes, that like you make a game and then it becomes, you know, something else when it's in the fans' hands. Like, right. I think that's that's so cool. It's also nice that you're not making anything that's going to go in a landfill too. That's oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. All digital. Play vid rhythm in fifty years. Be on the lookout for more green. creative projects. <laughs> Retro store, <laughs> led by Mr. Josh Randall, in the future. Maybe if uh, people Hopefully. listening have questions, they could ask those questions. Yeah, send us some along. questions. We'll pass them along. Sure. Oh, that'd be great. So, guys, thank you. Let's just uh, jump into the quick uh, DLC announcements, and then we'll wrap up. Um, for Rock Band next week, it's a Slipknot 4-pack with the songs Wait and Bleed, which has a pro guitar upgrade, uh, Left Behind, Pulse of the Maggots, and Snuff, which also has a pro guitar upgrade. Uh, so be on the lookout for those. Also, in case you missed it, this past week, um, for Dance Central, we put out three DLC songs. The Pussycat Dolls, Don'tcha, Rupees, Tempted to Touch, and Timbaland featuring Carrie Hilson's The Way I Are. Grammar. Uh, so <laughs> check those out if you haven't. Uh, they are available now on the Xbox 360 Marketplace. Um, Dance Central 2 is right around the corner. So soon. So soon. Um, we'll have more about that probably in the next podcast, but uh, it's getting real close. And that's about it. I think that's a wrap. You'll see Rock Band 3 back on the shelves this holiday. Yep. Mad Cats is uh, re-releasing that. Yep. More news about that soon. Yep. And uh, that's great. Oh, we're getting close to 2 million fans on Facebook. The well, rock band. Once we do, what are we going to do, Aaron? We're going to announce uh, a batch of upcoming artists um, coming as DLC, and the sooner we hit two million, the more artists we reveal. Yeah. So if uh, if people get us there ASAP, I think that they'd still be within the window to get uh, three upcoming bands coming in the next 
the next couple of uh, weeks and months. Cool. So uh, thanks, uh, Josh and Abby, Fish and Aaron. It's been a great podcast. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for the guys. memories. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry you didn't get to eat any of your sushi, Josh. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's fine. <laughs> uh, hopefully, maybe we'll have you back on again. This yeah, sure. Yeah. Talk about looking glass. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, thanks, everybody. Catch you next time.